Hey, hey! Welcome to Bones Girl. I am Rob, and with me today is Lef. And thank you. So you're like everybody out there, of course, was screaming, "Where's the episode? Where's the?" I couldn't, you know. Our, oh, last week. Yeah, our email box is full. Where's the episode? Because um, everybody, all of our listeners, were vocal and speaking out. Or no one said anything. Yeah, so <laughs> our, our episode deleted while exporting. That's, that sucked. <laughs> it was pretty long, long episode. It was pretty it good. Was a good one. It was good. But we can't, we, we're not going to go revisit it. We don't go back when we lose an episode. Because <laughs> that one time we lost an episode and did go back. But this one's a bit different. So you'll never know what happened. And uh, that's un- unfortunate. But I want to start the week off by a good thing. Shovel Knight physical release came out. Loving it. I got it for 3DS. CG got it for the Wii U. And uh, it comes with a glorious manual. Have, have you seen the manual yet? Just online. Oh, it's so nice. It's just like a Nintendo era manual. It's great. I've been every time I tell someone like, "Man, Shovel Knight, the manual is awesome." <laughs> Something about a manual that, that I appreciate. Yeah. The box, the it, I haven't opened it. And it's, I think it's going to remain sealed, mm. but it's so heavy, right? It you, is. You, we're not used to this kind of, of white. No, really not anymore. Uh, so I'm debating. Digital pick- soundtrack included. Bam. I'm thinking of picking up a second one uh, for a different system, uh, and maybe keep that one sealed, or maybe just maybe get a big a big screen one. Is, to play is that. the Amiibo released? Yet? Not, not yet, not, not yet. yet. December, I believe, is when it's yeah. supposed to come out. And uh, I also got a couple of pickups in Soda Seiji. So I have Lunar One finally. As people know, I recently got Lunar Two. I was very happy. I got the box copy, like all of Lu- the complete Lunar uh, Silver Star Story complete for PlayStation. So now my Lunar collection is complete. Exceptionally happy, and a friend at work gave me this copy of uh, World Heroes Anthology for the PS2. No, a, Have you guys ever played? Game, right? Yeah, SNK arcade game. Yeah, I've never played World Heroes. Apparently, you play as historical figures in a fighting game. Oh, really? Yeah, so that I figured like you might like that historical yeah. game. Yeah, let's read go. the back. You wanted the greatest heroes of all time. You got them in World Heroes Anthology. Four complete games in one disc. The diabolical Dr. Brown has perfected a time machine and is organizing, <laughs> <laughs> and is organizing a fighting tournament. The same see, universe is Back to the Future. To see who is really is the greatest of all time. Um, Witness the evolution of 56 characters across four games in SNK's greatest fighting game series. So Doc Genghis Khan is in this. Yeah, that makes sense. Pro- maybe Napoleon's in here. Uh, maybe we gotta play this. T- yeah, I'm kind of curious. Yeah. So I'm really. I want to know the characters. Who's this guy? That doesn't look like anybody I recognize. Yeah, I like sci-fi almost. So, this so is this game like a dating sim? <laughs> nope. From what I understand, yeah. Uh, okay, so I was about to tease. Uh, there's a dating sim actually that our friend, our our friend Jordan, is playing, mm-hmm. and this is a dating sim where your the main character is a girl. And her blood is poison, so if she touches anyone, <laughs> they die. <laughs> That's not enough for the game. You also date fictional literature characters, like Frankenstein, uh-huh. and Helsing. yeah, all these. <laughs> and you're dating pretty, pretty versions of them. <laughs> <laughs> so that is about as ridiculous as anything else we've made up on the show so far. That's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> our BB friend. Our BB friend. So we have the inside scoop to weird dating games. Yeah. Thanks to uh, man, we, we we gotta get get, get her here and, and talk about. She doesn't want to. Well, we keep sims. we're 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 gonna do an episode on how to full boyfriend. Yeah, one day we're like the world's yeah. biggest procrastinators. I'm so curious of who's in this world anthologies game. I'm looking. At. While you're looking that up, uh, what what did you pick up there, Sage? Oh, um, so the other day we haven't talked about. 
uh, amiibo cards a lot, right? No, barely. I like them. A lot of, a lot They're of the, out? I didn't a, even know. Yes, a lot of the really hardcore amiibo collectors are not collecting the cards. No, but they're still the selling. Cards. They're still selling out like like, like crazy, really? right? So it's, it's really hard to find them. I I bought about, about I don't know, like 20 par- uh, cards? Okay. Pa- uh, packs of cards. They just come in packs. Yes, they like come in packs. Like a trading card game. Yeah. So I found some at the source.ca. Mm-hmm. Right, so I, I bought them and it was free shipping to the store. So I picked them up, and well, when I was there, I saw that Hyrule Warriors Ooh. was on clearance for forty five bucks. Now that doesn't seem seem um, cheap, cheap, but it's sixty five retail, right? So that's twenty dollars off. So mm-hmm. I thought, hmm, I don't you don't see it. it used very often. Like I, I go game hunting literally every week, sometimes more than once, and I almost never see Hyrule Warriors pop up. No, and not for. I mean, if you if you find it, and I found it at, at Walmart the next day. It's 65. Yeah, they don't. Nintendo games yeah. don't go down. Splatoon is 69. They don't go down. They never will. Those prices, while in retail, they will stay that way unless the sale comes up. They do go down a little bit. They go from 69 to 65 and then to 60. That's so little. It's, it's little, but Pokemon they, they go X down, and Y is still like 40 or $35. Yeah, that is true. And they've so, been out for years. It's just the way they do it. So it's sealed so so far, but this one I'm, I'm going to open because... It's uh, a fun game. You I, should play I, it. I have not planned to, to buy it digitally. Okay, so you're, yeah, so you're going to crack that sucker up and player. Yeah. It's fun. I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed Hyrule yeah, Warriors. It was a lot. I like Dragon Quest Heroes more, but uh, I still... Now that I, that I think about it, the, the Wii U has a really uh, strong first-party library. Yeah, oh, first-party library is great. Yeah, there's a lot of games. Um, Yoshi's Woolly World, have you guys played No, I haven't. Oh, I'm excited it. for it. It's just I'm, I have such a... I bought... So I think there's like 16 new games in the last two months that mm-hmm. I've purchased. So I'm just trying to get through. I'm still playing Dysteria and Shovel Knight right now, but I'm, but Woolly World is on my radar. I will play. It. I'm looking. For, I can't wait to play it. But yeah, it, it didn't get like rave reviews. But you see, it's one of. Remember in the Super Nintendo era, you get a 2D platformer and it was good. Yeah, and it was not like very innovative, but I it still was like good. Them. Right. Yeah. And every every game was like that. So Yoshi's Woolly World is kind of like that. Right, it's a solid two D platform, and it's a lot of fun. It's well, it's super polished. Yeah, might not be. It's not breaking you know, any ground or anything, but yeah, but I don't know. In in, in this world of, of first person shooters, mm. well, that that's like considered like a really fun game and whatever, right? Yeah, you get a two D platform, and I'm happy. I'm usually pretty happy with that mm-hmm. stuff. By the way, I beat uh, Life is Strange. It's fun. The last chapter came out. Okay, story's finished. So now that that, that you've played it from start to finish. Uh, so I was talking about think? that with Marcel. I would give it between a seven point five and an eight. Okay, the overall That's experience. It's still a really out of out of thirteen point seven, <laughs> or out of ten. Out of ten. Okay. Uh, it's it's a really it's in the same vein as for as a visual novel in some ways. I mm. think um, there's some minor puzzle. There's actually in chapter two on. There's a few more puzzly elements mm. that's not really utilized in the first episode. Uh, story's still there. I there's a big the, the story's the best part in making the choices. Just like a visual novel would be. That's the main part of it. The gameplay is weak and the voice acting is bad. And there's, <laughs> there's well, no, I'm sorry. The voice acting is fine. Uh, the lip syncing is bad. Uh, there's a lot of cringy lines that that make me laugh. A lot of pretentious stuff. Um, but it didn't detract from it. I found that I hit a lull in two, like episode two. I was like, I was down on it. Like I did. I still liked it, but I wasn't pumped anymore. And then I played through three, and at the end of three, it left on such an amazing cliffhanger that I got really hooked on four. Four was 
awesome. And five was really good. It ended it. And um, there's a big people are really into that game online. Uh, it's it's our still our most viewed episode, I think, the one we did. And people are really it has a big vocal fan base. I hope it comes out the physical. If it does, I'll I'll buy it and maybe play through it again in one shot. Um, but I like it, and I would recommend it. I wouldn't give it the flawless damage I did the first time, but but uh, it's a solid game if you like that kind of game. If you don't like lack of... It's not a lot of gameplay, but it's more... Well, it's just as much as a game like Gone Home or Rapture, probably more gameplay than that. You're, you're still walking around and exploring, so if you know that you are okay with that game and you want a story, then you should play it. But there's not a lot of gameplay. But it's, it's fun. I liked it. I think it picked up. I thought one was good, two was ugh, three, four, and five. It got better and better and better. So, so yeah, good, good game. Were you, were you playing on PS4? Or yeah, PC. Yeah, PS4. It's cool. Uh, I yeah, I, I think people should. You also picked up Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero Live for the Wii U, right? This, cool. this is this is one of those strange games that is. This one is a true multi-platform, right? Yeah, it's on. No, it's not on 3DS. Is well, it's not on 3DS, <laughs> but it is. It is on mobile. You know what is a true platform? Shovel Knight. Or true multi-plat. Shovel Knight's on everything. It's not on Xbox. No. Is yes, it, it is. Is it? The digital version, at least. Yes. Yeah. PlayStation? I think it's on all of them, man. Well, it's, it's it has to be on Xbox, because the, they get the battle Yeah, it, No, yeah, it was on Xbox. Is it on PlayStation? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think physical for everything, too. Yeah, okay. I mean, even the 3DS got it, so... Well, Shovel Knight is on a mobile. Yeah. Oh, that would be the mobile. this one is on mobile. And, and you know what's cool about it? So, I, I, I downloaded it for the iPad. I, uh, I, it's a long download. This game, yeah, <laughs> it's free. For iPad? It, it's free. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's really. And but it asks you to connect your your guitar. Oh, Ooh. so you can play it on your iPad with your. It's a Bluetooth that's stuff. Cool. Yeah, that's, so really that's cool. cool. That's cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, so you got the guitar with guitar here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I read it was a big box, yeah. so I just left it home. Um, Should have brought it. Uh, my wife was playing it. Yeah, and she found the the footage that is on the background really funny. <laughs> I've watched people play it and I don't like the real life footage mm-hmm. uh, so uh, that's George, what I thought but playing with her you know she's a more like a casual player and yeah she was having fun with it she like okay yeah. uh, Jordan got Rock Band which also just came out mm-hmm. uh, she had it for she got it for PS4 and uh, they don't use the live action stuff so I think I like that more the problem with me is I'm such a fucking I'm a like a loser geek. I don't like any of the almost any of the music in either game. Mm-hmm. Like I usually listen to like fucking game music and some it's some, like some old stuff. Guitar Hero games had some decent songs. Oh, I, I, I like some here and there, but I always wind up like liking five songs and then just playing those. And then I never play anything else. Yeah, and no, I, it yeah. always. Although here's a weird here's a weird one. Rock Band has uh, DLC and they Jordan. Same elements. <laughs> no, oh, be perfect. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan downloaded. Uh, uh, they have a baby metal song, which is a Japanese. Uh-huh. Uh, well, for those who don't know, yeah. it's a Japanese idol slash metal band. Yeah, and they actually had a song on Rock Band. It's cool. I'm surprised. Oh, baby metal's fun. That's awesome. But uh, it's just the fact that that's on Rock Band was surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know they're not North American guys or from the UK. Why would that be a <laughs> sarcasm? Microphone. So I don't know if Rock Band updated their their guitar system. Uh, the, the it didn't feel any different for me, but but this one is much. It's a lot, a lot different. You know, there were like five buttons in line, right, in the old guitar. Yep. Yeah. Now there are three low buttons and three high buttons. Really? Ooh, so that, that sounds it's, weird. It's six, but it works. It, it works really well hmm. because instead of having five strings or five, you know, options, you just have the three, and they change color. Okay. So you 
I don't know, the, the transition between your fingers uh, feels really, really cool. I might would get be it eventually. Easier. I think that would be... It's still the same amount of challenge that you would have with, like, a five-button setup, but easier to access and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I used to play Guitar Hero a I lot. Always met, I did for a while, So yeah. did I. But I, I, I've tried playing it, like, half recently, but after terrible. after a few songs, my hand starts to cramp up, and I can't really do many, much more. So. I used to play Rock Band and Guitar Hero. I could play, you know, most songs in Expert. So I wasn't great, but I wasn't bad. But I can't play hard anymore. I'm friggin' terrible at it. Rock I can still play hard when I play, but I couldn't do expert anymore. Like I, I would take me getting used to it again. Yeah. I think, but no, yeah, that's cool. It's nice to see it come back. I don't think it's gonna explode like it did last time. No, I, I, I do. Well, no, not at all. How's the salesman for you? Any idea? No, nope, I don't know. Oh well, I don't know fuck it. Who cares? And he won't come until like a month later. I, I guess think. it just came out. Yeah. Let's get some news. I'm gonna start things off. Sony Executive confirms it's still making games for PlayStation Vita. Oh, I thought you said they weren't. I did say they you weren't. Lie. And I'm pretty sure that episode was cut, but I said they weren't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is from IGN. It says, despite prior statements from Sony claiming first-party development for Vita has ceased, it appears the company plans to continue making games for its handheld device after all. And this is a quote from uh, Shuhei Yoshida. I've been pretty honest saying our focus has shifted to PS4 and PlayStation VR. It's not like we don't have any development at all. Uh, we do, but our focus is on PS4 and PlayStation VR, and we're happy to see third parties and indies supported. He was then asked whether or not to see a future for the platform beyond 2016, to which he replied, yeah, I do, but we have to see. Nowadays, still people are excited and using Vita very frequently. It's a great portable gaming system, as long as there's a demand. Why not? And uh, I think he also said, um, to be honest, I wouldn't say we have any still have big AAA Vita games from first party. As such, it stands to reason the company may have a few smaller first party titles planned for its handheld device. So there we go. Some slight hope for the Vita. So I got... Piss Vita. Piss Vita. I got some news. Here. That there's news. Oh, I love that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. So remember the game ReCore? Yes. So apparently we haven't seen... It was We saw it at E3 um, from the creator of Mega Man, Ken, KG... In, I, I'm not even going to Inafuna? Inafuna. 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 In a phone. So we, we haven't seen much of this game since E3, and but I guess it, Phil Spencer says that oh. in 2016 we're going to be seeing more of Recore. Cobb's so, going to hate it. Coming soon, Recore information. Like the, it looks cool uh, um, to me, sure. But I mean, Cobb hates those type of games. Yeah, but, it's it's kind of weird that you know. I really wish it wasn't an Xbox One exclusive because well, I'd love to play it. Yeah, I mean, he, he called me up and said that shit belongs in PS4 yeah. or, or Nintendo. Stupid. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's what he said. That's exactly like, right. He, he said that that does not belong on his Xbox. It's not. <laughs> it's it's cool. too colorful. It's not a first person shooter. Uh, he'd probably give it 0 to 10 Metacritic score. <laughs> but Cobb's an asshole. There we go. But yeah, 2016. That's cool. Coming soon. Coming soon. News! News! news coming soon. News coming soon. Wait, did you say the news is coming in 2016? Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Sage? Anything? In terms of news? Yeah. Well, the new uh, Mario Maker update is out. Yes. And we have checkpoints. We do. And people are already finding glitches. Really? <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. I was watching <laughs> News. I haven't seen the, the actual glitch on video, but it's fun. But um, you, you guys played uh, level with checkpoints, right? Yes. Yes. And I don't. Even well, like we, I didn't. I don't think we ever actually used the checkpoint because I made it right through the whole level. Yeah, it was, it was a very high level, level yeah. but there was definitely a checkpoint. It in was the there, level. and he hit it, and yeah. it made. It, it and I got small I, to big. Yeah, I got the upgrade yeah. power up from it. So, so. 
Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to say because we saw it, but we, we didn't we actually like, oh, cool. experience there. it. Yeah. And yeah. earlier today, today we were uh, recording the our Mario Maker episode, mm-hmm. and I didn't notice how much fun, how much fun er is to play it with other people. Yeah, it is more true. fun, isn't it? Yeah. You have friends cheering on, yeah. and or on. or laughing at your failures. Yeah, <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. So look forward to that. Hopefully, it'll be up. Who knows? Very soon. Yeah. Mario, Mario Maker is like the new Mario Party game. Because you really could just sit around a room with people and be like, hey, let's just take Mario turns Mario and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Sega. You guys heard of Sega? Nope. Uh, oh, well, they make Total War, right? Yeah, actually, that's what they're best known for. <laughs> uh, so, Sega's recent financial briefing shows loss in sales, but profits are up. So, this is from Ignan. Uh, in Sega's recent financial briefing, which details Sega's earnings from April to 20, September 2015, the company showed they had dropped in sales, but increased in profits, like I said. When compared to last year's statistics, Sega reported their net sales had reached a total of $1.2 billion. Oh, man, that's not much at all. That's uh, sarcasm. Which is 2.5% decrease of last year's earning. Man, can you imagine people People always saying, like, Sega's failing and shit? $1.2 billion, that's a lot of money. Um, Sega also reported the company had earned a profit of $7.8 million, which is a significant improvement after the company's $23 million loss in the previous year. The result of this has been linked to Sega's success with pachinko machines and mobile games, as the company had not released a major AAA title on the video game console during this time. So, I'll put what total machines. war? Total yeah, war. Is that, what is that? Is that a Sonic spinoff? <laughs> Total War Sonic. Total Sonic. Yeah, it's a Sonic game, and, and you have, like, like armies. Yeah. And it doesn't have Sonic. Would you <laughs> Would you play Total War with dating some elements? Like, you had to date... To, to, in order to defeat the opposite people, you have to go in and seduce... Yeah, the, the general. Yeah, yeah. Well, like in in uh, your high school girl from the enemy, from the enemy's country. Yeah, in, in medieval two, there's a princess, and you can marry her to other generals, and you can steal people's generals. So you could just I like expand how she's on currency. that. She's so. currency. In the game. <laughs> it's not currency. You're stealing. You're, you you're marrying her off. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's, of course. So total war boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you can just add, take anything and just make it a ridiculous dating sim. Yeah. But I don't think you could outdo the ones that exist. I'm there. sure you could. Like, I don't know. You're right, actually. <laughs> there's already there's, so freaking so weird. weird ones. I would love to play like a history dating sim or something like that. I would play it. I believe you. I would. Totally Want to play the literature one? It's called Code Realize. I think. What's it called? What Code Realize. What's, what's, what's it about? Uh, that's the one where you date the literature character. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be you okay with that. that. You'd be a special snowflake. Um, Jeff- oh, yeah. Jeffica. Jeffica. <laughs> Gross. Or Lefica, if you prefer. I think I'd go with Lefica. That kind of sounds almost feminine. Almost. Jeff- <laughs> Jeffica. <laughs> Jeffica sounds like a man masquerading as a woman, so I would rather not. Fair enough. You wouldn't be able to pull it off. Probably not, no. Not with this my beard. <laughs> um, so, did you see the Final Fantasy XV Twitter? No, what's up? Whatever it is. Um, Tweet tour? They at, they're, they're asking fans whether or not Moogles should be in Final Fantasy XV. Well, they definitely should. Do you think so? What's the I, I don't know why they wouldn't be, yeah. but apparently they're thinking about not doing it. <gasps> but so for 88% of the people say absolutely. you got to have... Well, well but to be realistic, Moogles aren't in every Final Fantasy. You're right, you're right. Um, but they're still in enough of them. I want the Moogles. Well, like, whether whether they're kind of going... I, don't, I haven't played fifteen. 
Um, but if you look at nine, for example, there's Moogles in it, and that's kind of like the much more fantasy-driven Final Fantasy. There's less technology in nine, and then if you look at you know six, where there's like you know mechs yeah. and stuff like that, Moogles, Moogles are also that was their biggest, the biggest uh, thing. Six was the biggest time to shine as a Moogle. Uh, yeah, well, that's you what you get to be a Moogle, right? Say, what's your opinion on Moogles? <laughs> I don't know what those are. <laughs> My cat's named after Mog. Yeah, he is. So, so, um, um, but I, I race their character race in Final Fantasy. Yeah. They're like little. They're the mascot. Like, like, they have like a little pom pom on there and a little like, oh, purple. Okay. I'm that sure one. you've seen them, but yeah. there yeah. you've seen them in in seven and you've just played the two. little cat floating cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. it. Okay. Cute. I haven't played fifteen, but you have, Rob. The demo. demo. Yeah. Um. Do you, would they fit well? Yeah, in the sure. Or not? There's no. I think they could do. A, they would have to make it a little less cartoony, but I can't see why they couldn't put it in there. Yeah. yeah I'm curious. Would they go like an ultra realistic route? Because everything else about their their creatures are yeah. living in the environment. They're part of. They feel like they could be a, like a creature that might kind of come close to existing in the real world. So you know, would it be interesting to see a Moogle as like a, a winged little furry creature or something? I could. I think they, they could might. Pull it off. They might have to change the they, aesthetics to it a little bit. They couldn't it. make it like sentient. I don't think. I think it would be too, too weird if it was like talking and saying Koopo and stuff. But I could see it as this like this like maybe I should draw it. This like furry cat thing with wings and little pom pom. I could see it. But then, out. but then you're also kind of changing the Moogle. That's okay. They always adapt. Yeah, yeah, creatures. That's fair. It's just like you got to fit the style of the game. So a Moogle as it stands, I don't think would fit the game as well. Yeah, but but a, t- a tweaked Moogle do, to fit the environment. Do do your own Moogle Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, do you, do you boo. do you. <laughs> Seiji, news. Amiibos. I've heard of them. Kind of bored. <laughs> <laughs> Animal Crossing Amiibos coming yeah, out so. next Friday. You know, I'm off that Friday. Maybe I'll go with you. Are you going to get them? I pre-ordered most of them, except for Mewtwo. We still don't know the, the status of that one. So you know, I guess, yes, I guess I'm going to go. I could have pre-ordered them, and I just shrugged and then I don't even really feel like pre-ordering these is this like the last wave of no not of this year I was gonna say of of like the Smash Amiibos oh no a lot some of them have been announced Falco is coming out next month okay yeah and there's the oh and the Mii Fighters Mii Fighters are the 20th I think I guess I might have already ordered Lucas and Ryu and yeah and stuff those are gonna be a while yep 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 I'm surprised Mewtwo's so soon because he wasn't even an initial release, but I guess yeah, cool, he's playing though. But he's popular, I guess. People yeah. want him. But yeah, ne- so next Friday, and then the Friday after that, there's more amiibos. Wow, too many! <sighs> I can't keep up. Too much money. Too many. This this se- holiday season, which I'm considering October to December, is brutal. So many games, so many amiibos, extra stuff. Like it's actually quite insane. I don't even want to think about how much I've spent on game stuff this last few weeks, yeah. few months. Uh, just on top of the, this isn't my news, but just on top of the Mewtwo thing, uh, Pokken, uh, Pokken, po- Pokken, Pokken, right? It'd be Pokken. Anyways, the, the Pokemon yeah. fighting game for the arcades and eventually Wii U. They announced Shadow Mewtwo. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Uh, don't know anything about him. I don't know if he's going to be in the, the rumored Pokemon Z, which or Z, which I hope exists at some point. Uh, as Oh, sorry, I, but I was going to say Pokemon Z are they going to do like Z and Z2 or something no it would like be that? the XYZ but they always do two at a time no no this, this, traditionally Pokemon games have a third mm-hmm. enhanced yeah, remake Pokemon Gold Silver yeah. Crystal you know Ruby Sapphire Emerald Emerald etc so we're still waiting on that okay. red blue and yellow the only thing that really bucked that trend was black and white too yeah, yeah that's yeah. the only time it's been otherwise was there a grey one 
Just they, black and white? Black and white and black and white too. Mm. They just came out as a sequel. Of two, two, that was, two sequels. That was the first time they've done that though. Traditionally it's always been... Yeah, third. that's true. So I... We're, the X, latest one is X and Y, right? The latest well, non-remake is X and yeah, Y. Uh-huh. So but that wasn't a while ago, That right? was a while ago. Three, yeah, about three years I think. Yeah. Man, I love that. Just thinking about X and Y I get this feeling of excitement that I just did not get from all, from either of the, the re, from the remakes. I, I couldn't even finish it. I yeah, finished I, it, but... I just but couldn't play that one. I had to beat it. I had to at least finish it. I did finish it once I was done. I just turned it off and I haven't really I just I don't know what it is about that but that's what happened with me with Sapphire and Ruby the first time too I just couldn't get into it speaking of Pokemon mm-hmm. Pokemon and McDonald's are teaming up oh sweet so you can get Pokemon toys in your Happy Meals do you think that the a lot of that McDonald's stuff goes for anything like video game related stuff I'd like to get the Mario 3 ones ahead yeah, of the kid yeah for, for that's, that's kind of a good question they very well may be somewhat collectible cause, especially because they have limited runs of all their Happy Meal toys so they don't, they don't keep them consistent maybe I should get some. Um, but I guess between November 27th and December 23rd in the US and Canada um, Happy Meal toys are going to come with one of eight different Pokemon Pikachu Groudon Kyogre Lugia Rayquaza Megalodios Wobbuffet and, <laughs> yeah I know right and Hoopa oh. um, you can also get trading cards Ooh. and in addition you can bring in your 3DS or 2DS to McDonald's connect to the Nintendo Zone hotspot and download Hoopa to your X or Y oh, cool. or Sapphire PPV trip to McDonald's yeah <laughs> we're here for the Hoopa, Hoopa. So we can wear like bonus barrel shirts and everybody's like hey guys it's the bonus barrel crew <laughs> um, so Candy Crush no sorry Blizzard bought Activision Blizzard buys Candy Crush developer for $5.9 billion. Yeah. King. Yes. Thank you. So they bought that uh, earlier this week. That's kind of a thing. That's a big thing. Candy Crush is, is huge. Yeah. But yeah, somehow it's huge. Mobile. Mobile huge. Which is he- bigger huge. Than the, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Bigger than the console. So. Huge. So. Yep. Yeah. And now they own it. I mean, Activision Blizzard is just expanding and expanding. It's crazy. What do you guys think about that? Well, uh, don't... Care? I don't. I, I. I don't know. Like I, in a way, I, I'm with Rob. I don't really care because I don't play Candy Crush, nor will I ever play Candy Crush. I um, don't like. Candy but Crush. I like Blizzard. Um, I like Activision. It seems some of some of their stuff, anyways. Sure. Um, so I, I think it's cool. I like Blizzard. They have a really great freemium model for any game they've done. Oh yeah, I love Blizzard. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, their so, freemium models are always top notch. So it's cool to see them Will Candy get Crush into the biggest. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> so they're they they make the best freemium games I've ever seen. Um, they're kind of like triple A freemium in a way. Will we see? So I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen. Will we see Heroes of the Candy Crush? <laughs> Where it's maybe maybe Candy we'll have Crush, Candy Crush but, people in Heroes, but it's all Heroes as like a lollipop. Or yeah, you play as a king yeah. or whatever, and then and then the hot like the new Candy Crush game is a, it's like styled to be Blizzard so mm-hmm. it would look amazing instead yeah. of what Candy Crush looks like <laughs> which you can look at yourself and make your own opinion so a few more news things Xenoblade Chronicles X uh, is a pre-order bonus so this is from IGN retailer Best Buy have announced one of the more unique video game pre-order bonuses we've ever seen IGN's ever seen myself included I've, this is weird Everyone who pre-orders upcoming Wii U RPG at Best Buy will receive $10 in e-pizza cash, which you can use to buy pizza with. Uh, From anywhere? I don't know. There are some limitations. First, you must place your pre-order by December 3rd and complete your purchase by December 10th. In addition, the collector's edition is excluded from this promotion and orders are limited to one per person. Do this and you'll receive a $10 in e-pizza cash that you can then enter at XCX 
pizzacash.com to get a voucher good for anywhere in the United States where a MasterCard is accepted. And you need to rec- you need to redeem that code by January 2014. So, <laughs> what do you guys think of that pre-order bonus? It, it doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't uh, make the game less fair. So, <laughs> people who don't like pre-order bonuses like items and stuff in the games can't be upset about that. And, uh, you know, pizza can be good. Do you like pizza? I like pizza. There you go. Uh, have, you pre- <laughs> have you pre-ordered uh, that game? Which one? Xenoblade. Oh, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles. No. Collector's Edition pre-ordered. Uh, EB. So here's a little secret uh, for, for you guys now. is uh, I got a call for the pre-order on Saturday, the date when I was going to watch you guys play a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, we have seven pre-order slots. You, We are calling the people who had it already pre-ordered. You can come in. So I did not go, but I went on Tuesday, and nobody had came in to pre-order it yet, so I got mine pre-ordered. So there might actually be a couple of pre-order slots for the collectors, and the collectors is really nice. So if you find yourself out there... I recommend asking because it might still be available, mm-hmm. and uh, it it looks worth it. It looks like a really cool collector's. That's cool. By the way, are you getting Rodea? Because that's like out soon. I, I, my pre-order went through and, and it's on its way. I forgot all about it, that. I pre-ordered the collectors for I Wii U. Ordered it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was long ago. I know. Well, they delayed it, right? Mm-hmm. So we get a surprise coming in the mail at some point soon. Okay. So we can look at that and talk about it. Yeah. That was like an early bonus barrel episode. I remember talking about, about it a yeah. long time ago. That's when we used to watch trailers while we were recording the show. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's rare. I think it might be. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wii games are already rare. But are any new games overly rare when they come out? Yeah, sometimes. Usually? What's uh, a Pikmin? Pikmin 3. That's yeah, a newish that's, game yeah. and that's rare. Yeah, that's true. Do you have it left? No. Look at this guy. <laughs> Doesn't he have Pikmin 3? You just got Pikmin that long ago. <laughs> I might have access to a sealed copy. Ooh. Does that mean you could like go to the store and look at it? Because I mean, I have access to it too. If that's <laughs> no, not at all. Good luck finding it. No, no, no. Uh, I might get one. Cool. One more news thing for me. Hearthstone gets a co-op challenge. Yes. You've played it, so tell us about it, because I have not played it. I've played it. It's really cool. So it's the same engine, but it plays completely different. So, is that one. So, uh, it's called the the um, the Gearmaster Megazord. Okay. Right? So, what... There are two players, as always. One is going to be a paladin. This is a tavern brawl challenge, yeah, right? Yeah, so they so have a deck pre One is going to be a paladin, and the other is going to be a priest, right? And in the very start of the match, there's this, this minion in the center of, of the... Of the board, which is that one, and it's yeah. a, I think it's a 95, two ninety-five. It? Yeah, it's a two ninety-five. In every turn, it changes sides, right? So it changes from 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 your from your side to the opponent, depending on who, who's who's coming, because you, you you cannot attack your own minions, right? So it changes place. At, at the start of every turn, it has like a, a random effect. Sometimes it deals it deals um, damage to both heroes. Sometimes it gains plus two attack. Sometimes it just destroys a, a random minion and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're playing Hearthstone, but the objective of the game is to beat the one minion. You can still attack other minions and the other heroes. And hmm. the game ends when when the the Megazod is either beaten or one of the heroes dies. Right. Cool. And so is so it is it two to, player or is it like an NPC? And no, it's player. two players. Two players. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So you you connect to a ran- to random players. So a lot of a lot of this is is chance, right? If you get with another player that gets what he's supposed to do. But you can attack each other. Yeah, you could. So you get a uh, uh, um, Jason from work got a couple of trolls. I think that was a, <laughs> was attacking him. Right. Um, he tried like seven times. I did it on my first try, so I got lucky. The other guy was really playing with me. 
and uh, I was playing Paladin, and you know, Paladin has a lot of cards to give Divine Shield and power-ups to, to minions, so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's really interesting, because it's a completely different game with the same engine. I mean, you can see all the mechanics working like normal. Uh, it's really cool. I mean, the Hearthstone team is really doing a really yeah, great it's job. awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the, no doubt in my mind, this is the best mobile game. Ever. Yeah, I'm yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm hundred percent. And I know it's a PC game, but no, it's I mean, mobile too. If it works on mobile, it's a mobile game as well. I'm, I'm sure at this point, it's probably bigger mobile than it would be on PC. Yeah. I know so many people that play it on mobile, and especially because it was only like iPads, like tablets at first, but then a few months ago now, yeah. they made it like for phones, and I think it, it just took off from there. So If you haven't played it, you should. Yeah. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. All right. Up next. Up next! Renting game. <laughs> We are back. So we're going to talk a bit about our memories, about renting games, and uh, games that we've rented that we've enjoyed. I'm going to talk about two specific rental chains in, in Canada, uh, give a little background on them, a little, a few tidbits about these these two places, and then we can talk about some specific stores that we've all maybe known when we were younger. Maybe some shed some light on some Mexico stuff, since we're not from Mexico. So, <laughs> first one that may have also been in Mexico was Blockbuster. So, for those who don't know what Blockbuster is, I get some. I get the the information for you <laughs> for so, the young listeners. Yeah, that's true. Actually, Blockbuster was an American-based home provider of movie and game rentals. Uh, this is from Wikipedia, of course. It's always accurate. Uh, that peaked in the mid 2000s and was eventually destroyed by streaming and people downloading Does shit. It say destroyed. No, I put that. I interp- I paraphrased. <laughs> uh, still, for a long time, you couldn't go a few blocks without seeing one. There was plenty in Canada too. A few more. Uh, actually, came to Canada in 1990, I believe. A few more facts about Blockbuster for funsies. Opened in October 19, 1985, before Left even existed. Yeah. It began in Dallas, Texas. One of the key early successes was their ability to customize a store to its neighborhood, stacking with videos catering to the local demographic. It's pretty cool. In the mid, so in Texas, they had a bunch of cowboy movies. I think stuff. they had like senses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the 90s, they spread all around and became more and more prominent. In 2000, the company turned down a chance to purchase the then-fledgling Netflix. Oh! Oh, oh that's gotta hurt! That stings! <laughs> Blockbuster was great at the time because it was always had the new releases faster than smaller stores that tended to keep stocked with newer things. This would lead, this would tend to lead to sales of games and movies as they began to get rid of the older stuff. Uh, this led me to getting a copy of Legend of Mana that I still have today. Uh, I also got a copy of Sayuki Journey for the West with PS1 as well as a copy of Vagrant Story. And uh, I know I bought others too, but I can't top call off the top of my head. And uh, I remember Blockbuster would rent out systems too, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that was tough. Let's talk about Blockbuster. Um, renting systems were tough because you, you needed to put a hundred dollar. You needed to yeah. put like a deposit down. I only did it, I think, once or twice because my my parents were usually not willing to do oh, it's it. Too, it's, it's, it's yeah, well, maybe it wasn't um, that risky. But you like a console. Yeah, yeah, hundred dollars. I, I, I rented and the original Xbox. Gross. And I could you lift it to your car? Oh, that's new, man. Yeah, like the first Super Nintendo that I played was a, a rental, but this was Super Nintendo. So it was <laughs> this in the early nineties. First rental, before. Nintendo. 
But it wasn't from. I don't think it was from Blockbuster. I think it was from a small store. Well, I, yeah, I, I never rented a console until Xbox. It's weird. The so. idea of renting a console is strange. Yeah, to me. yeah. Or it's very strange to me now, of course. But as I a think, kid, it makes. I more think sense. I got an Xbox. Yeah, and I got <laughs> Odd World or whatever. Oh, Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Xbox. I like to say he's amusement by. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just that it's so new, right? But well, it's not the times of the Xbox. That's like 2003. Was almost. No, no, 2003. I think video rental was, was still pretty common. Quite, like I got it from Blockbuster. Yeah, 2003 would have been that's around that time when Xbox original came out. Yeah. So I mean, I think like I got it. I rented it almost like as pretty early on in the Xbox life because yeah. I really wanted to play one. So I think it came out in 2003. It's around Something that like time. That, yeah. It was yeah, it was, it was, it was, maybe maybe 2002 even. Um, so I think that was still pretty. Renting was still pretty. Common. Yeah, it was. It really I was, was in college at the time, and I was renting. I actually rent. My friend had an Xbox, and I rented Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. So uh, you know, I definitely was rent- definitely renting the game then. Well, maybe it was because in that uh, when I was in university, I didn't have a lot of money for games, so I didn't have a console. Oh. So I was playing a lot of Flash games, and every in movies, I was just downloading them. Right? See, that's not cool, man. I know, <laughs> I know, man. But what are you gonna do, right? Uh, I had a PS2 when I went to college, so I was renting games mostly, and I would buy. Uh, every once in a while, I bought like Kingdom Hearts or something. But we would rent games and movies back then. I, I think maybe I don't think I was downloading as much at that point in time, other than like anime. So yeah, so I, I love going to Block. I used to love going to Blockbuster. I like the displays. I like the game like discount bin when they would sell old stock. You know, they have the, the little demos. This is back when I didn't have money to buy games. Yeah. So I, I loved it. You, you, I would like to go in and see the shelves. I still have this feeling when going to game stores, the shelves of games, and I would look at them and want to own them. Yeah, but also, I, I mean, apart from Blockbuster, I, I don't know how it was here, but... I'm curious. What but, was it, but in Mexico, before Blockbuster, because Blockbuster got to Mexico eventually, mm. but in, in, in even after that, uh, there was a lot of video rental places, like local, yeah, lo- locally owned, like all over the place. Like every... Every, I don't know, I don't want to say a couple of blocks, but in, na- in every neighborhood... Well, convenience stores would always have yeah, would have games. Yeah, too, yeah in yeah. every neighborhood, you, you would see video rental, at the very least. And most of the video rentals carried games. Yeah. And when I remember games, I, I, I'm saying, like, Nintendo games, Super Nintendo, maybe 64. Yeah. But then... Uh, so did you have... Did, you've been to Blockbuster in Mexico, right? Yeah. Same thing, I take it? Yeah. And probably, they're probably pretty... Um, no, it, it wasn't the same. It, it didn't have a because I, I lived close to the border, so I know Blockbuster in the states had a lot more stuff, okay. especially like exclusive stuff. Oh, really? The, the, the Pokemon, the Pokemon Snap. Yeah, we talked about episode two. That wasn't in, in Blockbuster. Yeah, it wasn't in Mexico. Damn. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I think uh, it was here. I don't. We're not. We're not. We're where not where we, we yeah. live now. We but never had one. I think I saw one when I was. Like, but I lived in a different province. Yeah, time, yeah. So, yeah. But I can. I grew up where we where we all live now, and we never had it. The Pokemon Snap Machine, which was too bad. Yeah. Um, but do you ever get to that point where you would go to like the same rental place, like a Blockbuster, consistently, and then eventually, like I've played all these games, and there's no, no. more games for me to rent. Never had. Never. That. They always because Blockbuster was was packed. No. See, I, I I had that problem a lot where I'd go and like sure there was games that I didn't play, but I'd see them and I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna want to play this RPGs game. Too. Yeah. Well, you, if you could, I never went to game twice because some, I was always of the mindset that if I like it, I want to buy it. Yeah. Um, so I usually like try to get it for my birthday and not try to spoil the game by just renting it dozens of times. I stopped. So when I became really into gaming was high school. Like I love games growing up, but I never had many. So I would rent. 
and I'll talk about a few games specifically in a little bit, but uh, high school is when I had a job, so usually I would buy games at that point, but sometimes I wouldn't be able to, so I'd rent it first, but just like you, like, if I started it and I liked it, I would have to buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I always played, I only played JRPGs at the time, so usually when I bought a game, I'd have a good month of playing yeah, it. Yeah, you'd have so. a, long, a long game ahead of you. We could talk about Blockbuster a little more, but I want to talk about it's, it's one of its competitors at the time. This is one I knew about younger, and when I was younger, and it still exists, Jumbo Video. We still have that yeah, here, here in the province. It's, it's all over Atlantic Canada. Yeah, I don't and, know if they Ontario. still do games or not, though. They do. They do? Yeah. Wow. So Jumbo Video is a Canadian chain of franchise and corporate video stores. It was originally an independent company. They merged with Super Club and became... Super Club Videotron. There you go. And became Canada's largest French remaining... Place. Yeah, it was Quebec. Yeah. And now they're, now they're Canada's largest remaining video rental chain. The company was founded in May 1987. The video game subsidiary Microplay was found in the late 90s to facilitate the rental of games. I did not know that they actually were linked. Yeah, I didn't I know that either. Microplay. I used to go to Microplay all the time. Same here. Uh, currently, Jumbo Video has 11 locations. Only 11. Wow. Five in Ontario and the rest in Atlantic Canada. Uh, they're very similar to Blockbuster, and I had a lot of uh, fond memories as a kid. There used to be a Jumbo Video. popcorn. Video. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a jumbo video near uh, uh, part of the Atlantic Superstore when I was in uh, Man, where I used to live, and I used to go to them all the time and rent yeah, games. I did too. I did too. And I remember they were the only place that required a pin when you used it, and I was always just like, "Oh yeah, I know this pin because I rent a ton of games." Yeah, I used to rent uh, rent games in lots of videos, and uh, they had like Zelda T-shirts. I had one I bought from there, and they had like a little, lots of like a little bit of well. Not a lot of merchandise, but enough merchandise. And unlike Blockbuster, their video game section at the one I went to was like really into like video games. There was video game stuff hanging. It's like it's like as a kid, you're going from the somewhat boring part of the store to like the cool part yeah, with all these yeah. games and some displays and posters and stuff. Whereas Blockbusters, it was just like the video it, game section was just another row. Yeah, like any other it movies. didn't it didn't stand out any yeah. more than the fact that it was video games than a movie. I like I like Jumbo Video. Yeah, I I used to. That was usually my main place for renting for the longest time when I was a kid. Um, I went to Blockbuster only occasionally. It was mostly Jumbo Video, and then the more local small places like a convenience store yeah. and Microplay, and then Game World, which has actually been closed for a long time. So on that topic, we can now talk a little bit about all three. So Jumbo Video, Blockbuster, and any little ones. Locals. There was one I used. There's a couple I could think of that when I used to live in a different province. Um, there was one that had like a little arcade machine that I would always play when I would, would go in. It was a really tiny store, like <laughs> like three three of the this room, and this room we're in is really small, <laughs> and it was always crammed. But they had some games and an arcade machine. I used to like that. There was another one that was that had a lot of games, and I would go in. And there was Ninja, I remember seeing the Ninja Turtles fighting game there for Genesis, and I always wanted to get it, but I never. I never oh could. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was one. I don't even know the name of the place anymore. I just remember it was in like a shady part of the city I lived in. And I would go down and just look at the games and well, like the the copy of Mega Man X that I own for Super Nintendo is literally the copy that my friend and I rented yeah. all the time. And then when they went out of business, we went there, and then the owner was just like, "You guys play this game all the time," and he and he then he <laughs> sold it to us for five dollars. Oh, nice! Yeah. Did you ever rent a game and accidentally not return the game um, with it, like yes. a disc or something? Yes. Did you keep it? Um, no, because. They sent uh, a creditor <laughs> or a collections agency really? to get the games Hardcore. back. Yeah. Manuals, man. I would always be upset when a manual was missing. Yeah, and that was so common. And I'm pretty sure I must have, I must have kept one over the years by accident. Yeah, I don't so, have it now, but I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. Those no, were always. I remember there would always be like a was, sticker on it, like if you don't return the manual, you get charged ten bucks. 
Four you know, Swords. That was the game I ended up keeping for like almost uh, a year. Did, but you returned it? Yeah, yeah. Whenever they they sent the collections, I was like, oh yeah, I have this still. I forgot this was a rental. I mean, it like, makes sense because you want your property back, but it seems so. You think that would just be like expected loss? Like we're going to lose some. Some property. Without a doubt, right? Four so, swords for yeah. a GameCube? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. See, you're so amused by how late he read the games. <laughs> you took so a break late. from games. That that break you took, people were still renting games. You just happened to not be renting anything at well, the time. Renting, like, movies, and but that business went down in, I think, in the first it was the mid five to late years of the 2000s. I think it was mid to late. No, because, like, I was renting games for my 360 still. Like, not too much, but there was a few times I rented wow. 360. Yeah, wow, I, I, I stopped amazing. renting so. when, I, when that generation came out when I didn't rent anymore. No, I, I still did a few times. Um, it was fun. I don't know, back then, like in the 90s and early 2000s, it was fun to go out it on was, a Friday night and rent some well, stuff the week. That, that, what, because that was a, what everyone would do. That was, yeah, that it was, was your weekend. That, that was, was your weekend. Yeah, that was a big part of the week. It's like, oh, let's go to Blockbuster or wherever. Yeah. Let's rent some movies, some games, and... and that that was just, like, this is the era before the internet, pretty much, or when yeah. the internet was fledgling. Yeah, and man, it's just what a weird to, like to weird think about it now. Everybody just streams things, yeah. Or, or I guess in our case, we just buy games. <laughs> I mean, it, there's some charm in there. There is charm, but it's just not convenient. No, there. like I okay, <laughs> frequent listener of the show, Marcel, he rents movies from Jumbo Video like every weekend. He rents them, and I'm like happy for him, but at the same time, like. This is so weird to see someone our age just going in front. Yeah, I like. I don't have a device to play a Blu-ray or a DVD. See, I don't mind going to get it, but then I have to bring it back, and I don't want to bring it back. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. That, that's the work. Bring it. Well, that's 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 how Netflix started. That's uh, to bring it up. The, the renting games and movies, they mail it to you. Yeah. yeah. What a weird concept. <laughs> That's I remember the, that. That's I, never, the, I never did it, but no, I, was, I was curious I it was about weird. it. It was like Gamefly and... Yeah, and Gamefly, yeah. I, I never... I couldn't understand... You would just rent it for as long as you wanted. I guess it makes sense, but it seems like such a weird concept. How many people... How many people I remember a, a friend of mine back in the early 2000s, or mid-2000s, and he was like super tech-savvy. Mm. I admired him so much because he I would learn a lot of like programming tips and in general... Tech, uh, tech stuff yeah. and he was like there's this thing in the states called Netflix look so it works like this and I was like wow that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> and you can order you, you can order stuff from the internet and I don't know it was so cool and then years later like Netflix launched their streaming service and it was like whoa well that's like, what I, Netflix um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that in the future they're gonna they're gonna stream games or something whatever that possible. ends up being yeah. into your head directly <laughs> <laughs> well like yeah it's just funny because, like, how Marshall goes to Jumbo to, to rent a movie. Like, if I want to watch a movie, I'll check on Netflix. Yeah. And if it's not there, I'll rent it off iTunes. Oh, Because yeah. it's just, it's convenient. I, I just, it downloads right to my computer. Mm. And, like, I don't care. Obviously, I don't need a physical copy because I'm just temporary yeah, anyways. I don't, I don't. So, so I, I, I rent a ton of movies, but I rent them from iTunes. That's what makes me... Ooh. That's pretty cool of you, actually. Yeah. Uh, that makes me... This is where I'm a hypocrite, because I want to collect and own every game, but movies, I have no... Oh, with a few exceptions, I actually just got the Blu-ray for Dragon Ball Z Revival. Well, that's Dragon Ball. So that's of course exciting. you get it. So there's a few, ex- few exceptions where I'll actually buy it, but I have no desire to own, or even to have them on my hard drive. Like, I used to. When I was younger, I was like, oh, I gotta just save every movie I got, but it's so easy to stream. Yeah, it. exactly. I go to Netflix first, yeah. and you know, and usually it's there. So, 
And yeah, I just don't have I don't have any desire to own any movies. But I've seen some DVD collections. They look just as cool. Well, oh, not just as cool as games. You no, know, definitely. And you know, cool. I'm I'm quite honestly I'm more impressed with the impressive VHS collection. Oh, I find them too old. Uh, but still, it's ironic that like old games, like old games, but old right? movies but. just do nothing for me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, those things are so gaudy looking. You have to, it's such a double standard. Like you have to hook up a VCR to play it. I have fucking every old system. To, I don't mind hooking those up. What about movies? I just don't. I don't know. They feel it's just your interest. Yeah, yeah. It's like I said, completely hypocritical because I That's I get off on old. See with music, right? Like yeah. Some, there's people that collect CDs and records and records yeah. and cassettes and which is pretty cool. They, they people can, collect cassettes. I collect the boss. Yeah, my, my, really? my boss does. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Wow. That's, that's I got all the interest in it, but, but you know, I'm not everybody likes games, so I, it's, it's the same. Well, I like, appreciate it's funny because like, I can get VHSs, I can get DVDs, I get CDs. I don't. You get STDs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand someone collecting cassettes. That just seems the most strange thing to me of all time. Yeah, it, it is strange, but, you know, people will look at us and. I have friends, Sundary J, who thinks it's insane that I collect games. He just goes digital for everything. Yeah, yeah. And he, that's weird. I know what a weirdo, yeah. right? What a loser. Do you guys have any funny stories about game rentals? I have one. I have so. games specific. I'll talk about, okay. but fun. But go ahead with yours. I'll think if I can think um, of any funny stories. Well, it was it was in the summer, and a friend of mine had got Breath of Fire, which is a game I just bought like two weeks Wait, ago. Super Nintendo Breath of Fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and we were playing it at his place, and I was like, oh, this game is so much fun. But he was already, like, you know, progressing through the game, and I'm like, oh, I want to see the start. Um, so I really wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. And it was the summer, and my mom would typically only allow me to rent games in the winter, because, you know, you summer, you should be outside playing games not and having, being active. Not playing yeah. cool games. So I was really, like, in this little kid frustrated mood, because all I wanted to do was play Breath of Fire. So I was outside playing, and I purposely hurt myself... <laughs> And then, no. yeah, yeah, I hurt myself <laughs> by jumping out of a tree. Um, what did you do to yourself? Well, like... Did you break a leg? I didn't break a leg. Oh, um, man. I no. didn't. I didn't. I didn't. But, like, okay. it was some... I meant to kind of just fall, like... like I hurt myself more than I intended. I kind of meant to fake it. But what happened is actually there was a nail sticking out of the tree. And I jumped down... And then the nail just, like, cut up my side. That's the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> You're such a stupid kid. <laughs> and, and my ankle... You could have died. It, I could have died. You didn't die. That's okay. No, no, no. What if it's just, like, tetanus? <laughs> I think it's passive. And, and I, I sprained my ankle. That's the... Um, did you need to play the game? Yeah. And then... Okay. Yeah, then, then yeah. <laughs> Were you happy? I was, was it worth it? It was totally worth it. Um, and then I went back you inside. <laughs> I went back inside. And I told my mom. And I'm like, I hurt my ankle and a nail cut my side. And she's like, what happened? And I'm like, oh, I was just jumping out of the tree. Which I do all the time because I had a tree house. And, and then she was like, oh, no. Oh, no. So she, like, laid me down. And, and I was like, oh. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm feeling better. And I'm like, but I, I don't think I'm going to go outside. And I'm like, it's going to be rent a game. <laughs> And then she's like, alright, we'll go to the video game. I'm store. sure your mom is listening right now. <laughs> she probably doesn't even remember. That is that that really, is that is really funny. hundred percent true story. I believe you. Yeah. Wow, I can't eat I don't even like what do you I don't even know what to say to that. Like that's really <laughs> really funny. So yeah, that that's my favorite game rental story. Jeez, I can't think of any off the top of my head that couldn't even come close to that. How can yeah, how can you follow that? I'll just talk about some games I rented. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we were doing the game game rental topic, I was just like, I'm I have to share that story. Oh no, that's great. So, yeah. Final Fantasy Eight, I rented that. Bought the guidebook before I even rented the game. Oh yeah? Yeah. Um 
<laughs> there, let's see what else did I get? King, Kingdom Hearts for me was a very memorable rental yeah. because I, I well, because I almost beat it in a rental because I loved it so much. I just didn't game. stop playing it, but I made it to the last boss. Who was like the Maleficent character, I believe, in Dragon Form? I, I don't think, think she's not the last. Oh, boss. it's not the last. Boss? No, you fight like Zeno, Zeno Horde or some shit. Oh, whatever. Well, I got, I got to her. I wish I thought was the last boss. Apparently not. Idiot. And then I lost. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I know how to beat her. I, I can do yeah. this. But then I stopped playing, and then my dad took it back. I was like, no. <laughs> so that was that was a memorable rental. <laughs> Oka- okay, Okage Shadow King, early PS2 RPG. I rented that, and I think I rented it twice or three times and beat it. And eventually, I love that game so much that I, I wound up buying it from that blockbuster when it, when they <laughs> when it went down. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, the animated series one, I couldn't get past the first level. I recently bought it. I still can't get past it. for? Genesis. Uh, okay. Maybe a Super, uh, Super Nintendo 2. It's an awful game. Uh, Street Fighter 2 was a memorable one. Yeah. I used, and Mortal Kombat, so both around the same time. Mm-hmm. I rented them quite a bit from Jumbo Video. Uh, Mortal Kombat was one of the first games I ever beat. I'm pretty sure I beat it just after Mario World. And uh, that was pretty fun. And Street Fighter, I was really... You know, I was really into Street Fighter as a child. I was never good at it, obviously. <laughs> Who wasn't? What's what? Who wasn't? Yeah, it was... Fighter. I remember getting these little G.I. Joe Street Fighter... No, no, yeah, these little G.I. Joe Street Fighter figures were out. And I would get... I couldn't get the game, but their toys were like five bucks, so I would get those and play with them. But uh, I liked renting that game. It was fun. That's what I would usually uh, rent... Fighting games. Yeah, well, that was especially because yeah. you, when you wanted to have a friend over, like it, you know, that was the multiplayer type game was was fighting games. So well, there wasn't a whole lot of action adventure two player games. I do have a, a slightly funny uh, renting story actually, if I can if I can recall it uh, properly. So I bought PS2. So when it came out, I had a, a layaway for Walmart. I was working in high school. I was working at, like some restaurant job, fast food place. And I was putting layaway the PS4, PS2 when it came out was like 500 bucks. But I bought it on my own and got it. So the night I got it, I had no games, so I went and rented the Bouncer. And uh, I don't think the PS2, it didn't come with a memory card, and no. I don't think it came with a controller either. There was something missing, and so I couldn't play the game. <laughs> and eventually I must have went out and, and bought whatever it was I was missing, except I, except not, I'll tell you about a second, <laughs> except not the memory card, so we still couldn't get you very couldn't. far. Yeah. So that sucked. Um, I remember, a little off topic, but I remember the first time when we got a PS2 as well, we didn't have a memory card, and we didn't turn it off for days, because we were <laughs> just like, nope. Um, Bouncer is a Square Enix game. It was a like, it sounds familiar. beat-em-up, early launch title. Uh, and one I really actually like to get. I never, I never played it after that. So uh, it wasn't because it wasn't an RPG, and I only played JRPGs. <laughs> I, I saw Square Enix, and soon it would be good. But that that sucked. And I used to work Jurassic Park for the Genesis and Super a lot. Yeah, I I Could remember I uh, I rented Jurassic Park, and my friend rented Mortal Kombat, and then I was just like, I got really stuck on Jurassic Park because it's fucking hard. Both of them are. Um, And then I was just like, oh, I'm so sick of this game. I still had like another day of it. And my friend's (laughs) like, I'm going to do Mortal Kombat. So we switched. That was, uh, that was kind of the, like, you feel like you have to keep playing with the rental. Yeah, yeah. You're you're on a time crunch. I rented The Incredible Hulk for uh, the movie version for the Xbox. I rented that in college (laughs) because I wanted to play it. I don't think I'd seen the movie at the time either. It was a terrible game. Awful movie and terrible game. The game wasn't great. I I think I've played it. Yeah, it wasn't pretty good. Or wasn't good at all. Yeah. Man, renting games. 
A lot of memories. A lot yeah, of fun stuff. And, and, and like when I was a kid, it was just what you did on the weekends. Like, yeah. like I said, I wasn't allowed to really rent games much in the summer unless <laughs> until it was you like break a, your leg. Yeah, until I until I hurt myself. Yeah. Um, but in the winter or rainy days was like woohoo rentals. Well, I wasn't allowed to play in the summer either, so I would overdose on pills. I would swallow a bottle of pills and, <laughs> until I started to spasm, and then I would see my mom would be like, "Throw up those pills," and I'm like, "I won't do it. Let's just be rent a game." <laughs> so we would go to the ER. And I would get my stomach pumped, and then I would get a game on the way home. <laughs> Renting was fun. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's, that yeah, was pretty good, good for good. for renting games. Good topic. Yeah. Good fun. If you people out there who ever feel like um, tweeting to us, tell us. Some yeah, if you have a funny rental story. Yeah, man. Good luck shopping. Left. It was pretty good. <laughs> you guys beat any games lately? Uh, no. I I I've been playing Bloodborne, but I had to restart it because I missed something, and I could have kept going. They gotta restart. But I was not too happy with. What happened? So I had to restart. So. I accidentally beat a game this weekend. Accidentally? Yeah. So I was playing Tetris DS, and apparently the main mode, which is to clear two hundred lines, as and as you're playing it, it starts off with Mario one going through the stage, and then Mario three, and then back to Mario one, and then Zelda, uh, Metroid. It goes through all these old games, and when you clear the two hundred lines, you get credits. Oh, there you go. So that counted. I beat Tetris DS. Good. I'm the best. Did you beat anything? Beat no. no. You play any games? Play still? Yoshi's Woolly World. You still beat it? Um, no. Taking my time. It's fun. I beat. Uh, I don't. I don't play the games to be to beat them. I don't. You don't want to see mentality. the fin- You don't want to see the finish. The end. Yeah, but I I, I have no rush. Okay. Like I just I go and. You don't get like just Wii U games, anyways. Yeah. You don't have to play any other games. Um, I beat the <laughs> overtime mode for Kara Blaster. Oh really? Yeah. Have you played that? I have no, I haven't. The I last haven't. boss is really hard, really hard. I just, I, I cannot play it on on mobile. Really? Oh, that's yeah. gross. That's all yeah. I can play. Can you update the PC? I don't know. My PC is failing right now on oh, me, so good. I haven't checked. Yeah, it was fun. It was challenging, and I also beat Pink Heaven Hard Mode. Ooh. Yeah. Did you guys see the screenshots that I got of Pink Heaven Hard Mode? I think I did. Yeah. Uh, I, whenever yeah. you heard of Pink, Pink Heaven, Heaven, you're killing me or something. No, it was just like that's an eating sim name. For you, me. <laughs> you you go you talk to like the dude who's kind of like the narrator, and then he just says. Uh, the story in Pink Heaven Hard Mode is then he hits a switch and you fall through the ground is this non-existent it was pretty funny bonusbarrel.com everything's there Biggie Rants is in the works have you guys guys ever tried bonusbarrel.com no (laughs) have you no someone should try it let us know how it goes yeah someone someone out there (laughs) Um, one of our two listeners yeah (laughs) so Princess Natasha spy secret agent Princess went out. Did you watch that, Seiji? Not yet. Well, you should. You I should. want. I want to see you. Tell I want me your opinion on the game. game yeah. It's a really bad game. To ours, to us, it was not an enjoyable game, and uh, so that went out. And I think we have Arrow the Acrobat coming very soon. Game talk episode. Mario, Mario Maker should be out pretty quick because there's not there's not much to do to it. So really, could be out very soon. Man, yeah. So yeah, exactly. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that because <laughs> soon. So yeah, cartridgeclub.org. We uh, the new what's the new game of the month we're doing there? It's uh, I haven't checked. I, I did check. Know. It's River City Ransom. Oh, I don't nifty. Own that game. That's expensive game. Yeah. I always want to own the game. Yeah. So that's the thing. Uh, yeah. So you know, thank you for listening. Uh, this is Rob and Left. Have a good one. <laughs>